0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Virtue Wholesaling Podcast by Antoine Campbell. I believe it's episode number nine or ten. Don't do don't uh, hold me accountable, but when we release it, it will be corrected. But as we're approaching our first ten episodes, I definitely really want to kick up the pace and get you some high-level content. The goal for this podcast to get you the tools and the resources you need to grow your real estate wholesale business. Um, and to be able to coach you in a way where you're not spending tens of thousands of dollars of coaching, I'm not advising you that you shouldn't. I'm just saying at the beginning or whatever you're going through, you should be able to find some way to get quality information. So that's the whole point of this podcast. So today's episode topic is we're going to be talking about uh, finding profitable virtual wholesaling markets. Um, I think a lot of people, they just get into real estate and they just start anywhere they please. And sometimes that's not uh, uh, strategic. So uh, I definitely, when, when we work with clients, like we do take on clients. We don't really coach them, but we take them on for implementing things and helping them sell their business and figuring out their market, helping them um, hire and train their VAs, put them through training, all of the, the high-level stuff. Um, so if you would like to work with us, head over to my website, CEO929.com. Book a call and see what we can do to help you take your career to the next level. So um, I just want everybody to understand that when you're picking your virtual market, it has to be thought out. Right. You want to look at the infrastructure of the areas. Um, so the biggest things you want to do is look at the data. Use PropStream. If you don't have PropStream, the link to uh, sign up for a seven day free trial is in the show notes. Sign up for a seven-day free trial and just go around and look at all the different markets. So one of my rules of thumb is you can go to any state and then look at all your major markets. And then I like to personally dibble in the markets that's between, um, you know, 20,000 and 100,000 people. That's no more than a 45-minute to an hour drive outside the major markets. Like, example, if we're talking about, uh, um, you know, Maryland that if my major markets is uh Baltimore or you know Clinton, Maryland or whatever the case may be, then I'm gonna look at the other small markets, right? So what's outside of Baltimore that's within a 45 minute drive. You get what I'm saying? And maybe a small town, a small city, like C Pleasant, Maryland or the case may be, um that's a 45 minute drive outside of you know PG County. The point I'm making to you is once you understand this information, where, okay, I'm looking at populations between 20,000 and 100,000. Okay, what else is next? One of the other major things is just looking to see uh, the quality of the schools. Like, is there any shopping malls? Is there any grocery centers? Um, you know, are there a lot of real estate transactions? You can actually go to Zillow and then type in, uh, like, a zip code, and they show you all the transactions that's happening there. You know, is this... a, a homeowner type area, or is this like a renter's type area? That does make a difference in your, your decision-making, right? And the type of leisure you should be attracting. And then you want to look at, is there any major highway running through here? Major highway equals traffic. Traffic equals uh, people stopping to get gas, buying food, being entertained. Like, it, it drives an economy. So that's one of the biggest things you got to look at this situation and say, I want to be in places where people are doing deals and people need more deals. So when I find a deal virtually, I'm not literally uh, begging for someone to buy a deal for me. They're literally begging me, "Can I? Can they buy the deal for me?" Vice versa. So um, the population is definitely going to play a key factor, and then just the economic indicators. You know, are people leaving here? Are people moving here? Example. Central Florida is on fire right now. Why? Because a lot of people are leaving Midwest, upstate New York, um, out West California to come move into Orlando, Central Florida, Lehigh, uh, all of them places, because it's affordable, there's more opportunities, and what's anchored there. There's a lot of tourism, the weather's good most of the year, um, and there's a lot of job growth, there's a lot of people building houses, what does that mean? So, if you have a, a, a people building, you know, fifteen thousand houses in a particular area over a span of two years, that's jobs being created, right? You're going to need inspectors, relatives, um, plumbers, uh, HVAC people, um, building, lumber supply, tractor-trailer drivers, dump truck drivers, concrete truck. Look at all of the jobs and um, stimulation. There's one activity. Um, puts in the marketplace. So that's one of the biggest things that a lot of newbie hotels sleep on is economic economic indicators. Um, and like I said, I like major interstates because that automatically gives you some type of uh, job. growth, And then you just want to make sure that you find a reliable historical market that historically been known that investors vested, right? Like if you're looking down south, you're looking at South Carolina, Charleston has historically been a great place to invest. Atlanta, Georgia, historically has been a great place to invest. Um, you know, Alabama, um, Mobile, Alabama, all in places historically been like a places that people want to invest. Um, and then you just wanna look at like what are the emerging markets as well. Like, what are some markets that's up and coming? So at any given time in the United States, that's between 24 to 32 emerging markets that's up and coming, and that if you get in early, you can really crush it. So if you know that, okay, an hour and a half outside, of land, there's this market no one knows about, and um, there's a few investors buying up stuff. If you get down there early, you can get in rock bottom at a great quality price, and then sell to other out-of-state investors who's coming in at the tail end of things. Um, so making sure that you understand this type of stuff. Uh, like I said, there's primary markets, right? There's secondary markets. I like to play at the secondary market, and there's tertiary markets, right? Markets that's very volatile, potholes everywhere, um, homeless people sleeping at the bus stop. Is the infrastructure isn't there? Like, you know that, oh, this isn't somewhere I want to raise my children. So, but there's money to still be made there, too. There's a lot of landlords who love to buy deals in not so unpleasant places for whatever reasons. Um, so, that's one of the biggest things. And then you just want to make sure you're using your technology. One of the biggest tools you can use for less than 100 bucks a month is posturing. Next tool is free, you can use the little red fan. Um, city feet all these different websites uh, cityfeet.com, that is um, all these different websites is giving you all this economic data that will really take your business to the next level so that being said I wouldn't overthink this I will this is what I would do I will pick a state I will look at the major um, you know primary markets, and then I would look at the secondary markets. Anything forty-five minutes outside of that with a population being twenty thousand, hundred thousand, and I would go from there. And I would literally start off with a pain point list. I would start off with a tax delinquent list. I would start off with a high equity list, and I would start off with a pre foreclosure list. And then I would go into like smaller niche lists with like a few hundred people that may be on it, such as mechanic liens and all that type of stuff. If you do that and you do that consistently and well, and have some very qualified cold callers, text message managers, and all that stuff, um, you're going to be successful. Now, there's no timing to this. Some people want to do this in two weeks. Some people want to get their first deal in 30 days. Like, there's no timing. Consistency is the only timing that you're going to have in order to be successful. Right. Um. But let's talk about uh the risk when it comes to picking a, a virtual wholesaler market, right? Uh, it's going to be different, you know, if you're not familiar with the local laws. So, like, a lot of stuff can be different from what you know for in Atlanta, Georgia, compared to Charleston, South Carolina, when it comes to, you know, putting deals on a contract and due diligence and uh, EMD. Like, you you need to understand the local laws. You can't just put everything under one assumption and assume the same thing is effective in Georgia is the same way in South Carolina. It doesn't work that way. Right. So you want to make sure that you understand the market volatility. Right. And then you just want to make sure that uh, you understand the different communications. Like the people down south is more friendly than the people up north. So once you understand it and you know how to deal with people, you, you're going to know how to approach every situation. Um, and then not only that, you just want to make sure that you'll continue to look and test markets. So my advice to you, pick three markets you love, like, and know, and then always have one or two that you're testing, that you're given a little resources to. So if you get a contract, you get a deal, it's the icing on the cake, but it's not the end or be all. It doesn't, it's not going to break you. Um, so hopefully this will help you out. Uh, I might even compile a list of of, of of markets you can probably get your hands on. But I'm here to tell you, uh, if you give me a five-star review and send a screenshot to my Instagram, I'm going to send you that list directly. It may take a day for you to get it. So if you're listening to the replay, give me a five-star review, even on whatever podcast platform you're currently listening to this podcast on, that would be greatly appreciated. If you're not listening to you're watching on YouTube, just like the video, share the video, um, and comment on the video, and uh, DM me on Instagram at CO929, and I'll send you my list of the markets that I think you should start off with. Remember, have three core markets and one test market. You're always testing, which means that if you're not getting leads in two weeks from that market, drop it and move to the next one. Drop it and move to the next one. But be smart about it. Don't go spend all your budget on skip trades for that market. Start off with a small list, a pain point list, pre foreclosure, tax delinquent. Start off with like 2,000 people. Get your best cold calling, cold call list. Don't get somebody that's not your best, or even get yourself the cold caller list. Listen, I think this is enough for this episode. I want my podcast to be straight to the point, brief informative, and nothing but meat and potatoes. If you enjoy listening to my podcast, do me a favor and um, leave me a five-star review. If you need help with anything in your business, including virtual assistants, uh, um, list pulling, uh, softwares, whatever the case may be, head over to my website, cO929.com and book a call with us. And I'll uh, see you on the next episode. I really appreciate you guys. Love you. And if you are getting value from uh, information I'm providing, do me a favor and tag me in your stories. Or if you're driving to work, if you're uh, listening to it, working out, if you're at home, cuddle up with your uh, significant other, stop what you're doing, go to my Instagram, tag me in the post say your podcast. It's amazing. That not mean the world to me. I really appreciate you guys. I love you. See you on the next episode. It's going to be amazing. Talk to you soon.